Now on the tee. Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun hey. of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome in to Real Golf Radio, a PGA Championship edition of the show. I'm Brian Taylor alongside Bob Casper, son of the legend and Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Thanks for being with us as we look at the 101st PGA Championship, and it is a record-setting championship so far. As we talked about in the preview show last week, we figured the two players to watch, Tiger Woods, Brooks Kepka, they were paired together, and, well, it went a little bit uh, the way that we... Thought it might, but not exactly. With Tiger Woods missing the cut, Brooks Kepka setting a record and just a mere 17 shot butt whooping uh, that Brooks Kepka put on one Tiger Woods, the reigning Masters champ. Welcome into the show. We'll get you ready for the weekend at the PGA Championship at Beth Page Black. As I mentioned, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. And Bob, it's hard to describe what we just witnessed for the first 36 holes at Beth Page Black. Well, you know, the interesting thing. Um, if we were playing youth baseball and we enacted the mercy rule, there would only be 18 players in the final 36 holes. That's, <laughs> I love it. That's how Brooks Kepka has taken a hold of this championship. He's 12 under par, and he has a seven-shot lead. How in the world does the rest of the field sleep tonight with their game plan in their heads of thinking – you know what, I'm going to chase this guy down, and I'll be the one hoisting the Wanamaker Trophy at the end of the weekend, not Brooks Kepka, who seems to be one heck of a front-runner to catch. Well, the only thing that can happen is Brooks, Brooks Kepka has to leave an opening. Um, for the most part, you know, if he goes out and shoots another two or three under par tomorrow um, and, and, in the, and in the third round, then um, he's – He's going to run away from everybody. Yeah, that's the that's the fear, isn't it? Uh, from a, yep. I, I guess from the entertainment standpoint, you want to see it be close and someone come chase him down. My question is, and it seems to be that the guy that's closest is Jordan Spieth. Adam Scott, no disrespect, but Jordan Spieth seems like a guy that could get hot. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder, being asked over and over about this slump that he's been going through, and he's starting to get a little surly around it. And by the way, I'm starting to see a little bit of the old Jordan Spieth popping out there. My only concern, Bob, my only concern is I keep thinking back to the 2014 Masters when Jordan Spieth was trying to outduel Bubba Watson, and Bubba, with his firepower, just made yeah. it an unfair fight. It was just nothing that Jordan could do as well as he played. Bubba just was so much stronger and longer, and, and that was the end of it. So I want to get into that. We'll talk about uh, the comparisons, the chasers, and who might be able to try to track down Brooks Kepka. And what does this mean for Brooks? More history in the making, seemingly, at the 101st PGA Championship. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology, they're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. 
Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Chrome Soft isn't just another tour ball. It's the golf ball that's changing how tour balls are made. When Callaway made a low-compression, low-spin tour ball, others said... They might be onto something and try doing the same, but they can't. Because ChromeSoft is the only ball engineered with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core for serious speed and unbelievable control around the greens. See for yourself why everyone is playing and loving ChromeSoft. Order the ball that changed the ball at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us here as we get you ready for the weekend of the 101st PGA Championship at Beth Page Black. This segment brought to you by Odyssey Golf, the number one putter again this week at the PGA Championship. The major sweep continues. It's a grand slam year for Odyssey Golf and Stroke Lab putters. If you're not trying them out, you're leaving strokes out on the golf course. So get out to odysseygolf.com and check out the new putters, especially the new Stroke Lab putters. A stroke of genius, helping you make a better stroke and make more putts at Odyssey Golf. Dot com And uh, Bob, we talked about in that open, I loved your mercy rule. Uh, I just was watching some baseball just this last week, and there was a mercy rule in high school baseball up a 12 nothing thing was over. Call it. It's done. Uh, essentially, we got a <laughs> touchdown lead for Brooks Kepka after 36 holes, and that's just unheard of. It is a record-setting lead after 36 holes. It's a record-setting 36-hole score at 128. Broke the, the previous mark of uh, 130 by two shots. And, Bob, if if Brooks goes on to shoot 68 or better in today's third round, he will own 
scoring records for every single round, all four rounds of the PGA Championship. He already has the first round. He already has 36 holes. He already has the 72-hole tie. So all he needs to do is get a 68 to tie, a 68-7. He'll hold it outright for all rounds at the PGA Championship. It's remarkable. Yeah, it is remarkable. Um, the 36-hole score is is not just the PGA Championship. It's the it's uh, it's the major championship history score uh, of 128, and uh, it, and it, like you said, it's the largest lead in on in in a PGA Championship. Uh, Nick Price uh, was second. He had he led by four after two rounds at Southern Hills and went on to win that one. So, um, you know. When I when I think about what he's what he has the ability to do, um, he has the potential to win four of his last five majors. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, four of his last six majors, and eight of his last and four of his last eight um, total. Um, but uh, and, and and he's led eleven times since 2017 in major championships. So, and he could be the youngest to get to four major championship wins so um 29 so i i mean there's not enough you can say about what he's doing um but the biggest one is how he's his iron play and how is how it's set up um he leads the he leads the the event in strokes gained uh by approaches to greens and what he's doing with those with those shots and the irons plays going into the green is crazy yeah, not only that, he's number one tee to green. He's number yep. one, uh, as you mentioned, um, approaching the green. Uh, he's number three off the tee, but that doesn't really matter when you're tee to green. And then he's, of course, number one in strokes gained total and 12th in putting. Um, so, you know, usually when a guy is doing all those things, you know, that are well, usually one of them stands out as, well, he's not quite there in, at that particular um uh, statistical category, and yet here right. he is just dominating all facets of uh, of this of this golf course. His game is clicking. I, I, I just it, I, I look at what he's doing, and I think to myself, you know. So so again, as we mentioned in the open, we said the two guys to watch are Brooks Kepka and Tiger Woods. You have to look at it. Tiger's coming up as the uh, de- as the current reigning Masters champion. Sure. Brooks Kepka is the defending PGA champion, and and it was runner up at Augusta. So you, you those are two guys that we talked about. But then we talked about all the other guys. You know, we talked about what Rory could do we talked about what uh you know a guy like a jason day dustin johnson um you know jordan spieth ricky fowler we we talked about all of these different players and it's almost like we mentioned brooks and if you came down to it you had to say his name but you didn't really talk much about him because you, you there's a sense about what brooks has done that you think this is maybe just lightning in a bottle and how long is this going to last yeah, and he can't he, keep it up. He, right, and then he continues to keep it up, you know, major after major. So throw everything out the window on what he's done in the rest of the tour. Throw the stats out the window because when it comes to major championships, this is the guy to beat until he's dethroned. And I haven't seen anybody thrown him. I mean, a year ago, Tiger Woods was breathing down his neck trying to make the big comeback. He didn't flinch. He ruined the no. party. He crashed the party, yep. and he held up the Wanamaker Trophy. He won back-to-back U.S. Opens, and he went into Shinnecock saying, "Hey, I'm the guy to beat." And it's like, who's this guy? You know? And nobody does. Nobody yep. wins back-to-back U.S. Opens. Curtis Strange, 88, 89, 90 is forever ago. 
He, he wins back-to-back. Comes to the PGA Championship. He says, hey, you know what? Um, I, I play well. I'm the guy to beat. I'm going to be tough to beat this week. You're like, really? Another back-to-back? That, does, that just doesn't happen. And here he is, well on his way. I mean, there's a, in a lot of ways, if you're watching who this is, uh, watching what he's done, you would say this thing is over. I want you to tell me why it's not over, Bob, because to me it feels like this thing is over. Well, you know, the interesting thing is he had a – he had, he had a, a lead after 36 holes earlier in the fall. I think it was when um, it was towards the WGC, something like that in the fall. He was over there in, in Asia playing, and, uh, and he ended up spitting a bit and not winning the golf tournament. Um, you know, and you mentioned it's almost like uh, he gets into a, a regular PGA Tour event and he loses interest. Uh, you know, he gets the interest peaks when he's in a major. And and everything he does leads into that major. Um, he even you know even in his press conference said that majors are easier to win. In his opinion, that was because, bold, by the way. What? That was very bold. Well, yeah, and that's as bold as the statement that he made when he said, "I'm the guy to win this. I'm the guy to beat this week." He's like Babe you, Ruth, Muhammad Ali. He's got and and by the way, that was but I he was backs th- it up. I was thinking that before Brandel threw that out. So Brandel and I are thinking on the same wavelength. I'll take that as a compliment, uh, but. Yeah, he it's I just with the way Brooks talks, I can just see Babe pointing out there to you know to right field. It's like, <laughs> come on, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So what he said in the press conference is he said 156 players in the field. He said 80 I'm going to beat. 80 of those guys I'm going to beat. And then he said half of the rest won't play well. And he said the other half the pressure is going to get to him. So I just have to stick around and 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 give myself an opportunity. All right, so wait, we're talking about so he's he said about 80 guys that are out of us. That leaves him with about 75. Right. And so then half of those guys aren't going to play well. So now right. we're down to 38 or something. And then he said half uh-huh. of those guys the pressure will get to him. So he right. he's basically saying it's less than 20 players that he has right. to beat. Well, right. I mean that that's and what he Tom said if I just stick around then I'm going to give myself an opportunity to win a major. See, and that's what Tom Watson used to say about bad weather days, right? He would just say half the field's beat already. Exactly. And but this is exactly. a guy that won. I mean, how many how many majors did did Watson win? Seven, nine, um, something like that. You know, I mean, the he guy, won a bunch, man. Yeah, I mean, he was. You just knew then. That, that's why he was, you know, Mister, you know, British Open guy because he just loved that bad weather and and he thrived on it. Well, br- yep. And and I, you know what? Hats off to Watson for doing that, for making that sort of his thing. And who knows? Maybe he didn't love it. I mean, he grew up in Kansas City, right? I mean, I don't know how bad the weather was there often, but you know, I. I I just think he sometimes when you know what your job is going to be and that playing an outdoor sport, you're most likely to find some some inclement weather from time to time. And and rather than uh, moan and complain about it, you just say you're going to embrace it and that's going to be your thing. And and it served him well. Brooks Kepka is saying, look, major championships are my thing. It's what I love. It's, you know, it's what I do for fun. And no, I'm not going to stop working out just because it's a major championship. No, I'm not going right. to quit bench pressing 250 pounds as many times as I can just because someone dared me to do it just because it's a major championship. I, I am who I am. I'm doing what I'm doing. And by the way, it's results are showing that it's better than what anyone else is doing. Yeah. And, you know, it's a great story about what he's been able to do and where he's come from out of college at Florida State, goes to Europe, plays on the Challenge Tour, then gets his European tour card, then makes enough money in qualifying for some majors and that kind of thing, makes enough money to jump to the PGA Tour. And uh, here he is after, you know, five, six, seven years or whatever, um, 
having an opportunity to get his fourth major championship out of six wins or out of five wins to get his fourth, which would make it six. Yeah, I mean, Andy North was impressive. He had two wins on tour, and both of them were U.S. Opens. Uh, yep. This is this is taking it to the next level. I mean, we're talking about back-to-back Wanamaker trophies. The last guy to do that was Tiger Woods uh, in, what, 06, 07, I want to say? 5-6, mm-hmm. 6-7, six, yeah. six, something like that? 6-7. Six, 6-7. Seven. Six, seven. And then, you know, back-to-back Opens. The last guy to do that was Curtis Strange in, in 89-90. So I, it's... It's re- it's it, it really is some remarkable story what Brooks Kepka is doing here, and we we all might as well just sit back and appreciate it because I don't think this is the kind of stuff that happens every day. Well, listen, we'll get a, a major championships perspective on Brooks Kepka and what he's doing right now. The guy shot 63. How about a guy that shot 64 on this black course in U.S. Open conditions? Not too dissimilar to what the players are facing now. Mike Weir joins us coming up next with a player's insight on what Kepka's got going on at the 101st PGA. Stay tuned. You're listening to Bill Golf Radio. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 
Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, PGA Championship Edition, the 101st playing out of Beth Page Black. And here we are the first month of May. Kind of curious how this was all going to play out, and it, it sort of has been playing out the way we expected, at least weather-wise. Certainly colder conditions, a lot of rain leading up to the event, softened golf course. But, you know, for a PGA Championship, the rough is pretty healthy. Uh, the greens are soft, so if you can get it in the fairway, you have an opportunity to get it close to the hole, and that's what Brooks Kepka has been doing with perfection. Uh, the question we left off with was, can Jordan Spieth or anyone else chase down a guy like Brooks Kepka with this sizable lead, largest lead in PGA Championship history, and especially the fact that Brooks goes about it in such a bomber's fashion. He has such control of the driver. He has so much length and power at his disposal. Can the guys chase him behind that maybe don't have those built-in assets, are they able to still mount a charge? And so really excited for our next guest to join us because, you know, Mike Weir won the Masters in 2003, and we played in the U.S. Open. He shot a 64 at Bethpage Black. This isn't the longest guy on tour, but he was able to get it around, and he's the only guy I that know that, that shoots that low of a score in a U.S. Open setup at Beth Page Plaque, and he's kind enough to join us right now. Mike, how are you, buddy? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm doing well. So, first of all, just before we talk about your 64 and, and your thoughts on Beth Page, what, as a player, what are what do you think when you see what Brooks Kepka has done over the first 36 there? Yeah, that's it's really impressive around that course. I mean, it's, it, it is a, a beast of a course, long course. Um, and I got a chance to tune in a little bit today, and, yeah, it's it's really impressive. You know, I saw Brooks at the uh, at the Masters this year, and I just commented to him. I said, man, you know, everybody talks about how much power you have and how good of a driver you are, but I, I particularly love your short game. I said, you know, your wedge game and your, your bunker play and chipping and ability to get the ball up and down. He was, he, I think he appreciated, like, somebody telling him that, uh, you know, it's just all about his, his length. And, um, you know, he's proven it. That's how, that's how he's won the majors, in my opinion, is, is his great short game. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. I mean, you can't, you know, look, there's a lot of guys that hit the ball a long ways, but you have to have all the tools. And here's the thing that's been interesting, Mike, because I've watched him over the first 36 holes. Guys seem to struggle a little bit with finding these hole locations, and then Brooks seems to have the perfect angle to these holes. His his course management has been really impeccable, and he's knocking the flags down when other guys seem to struggle just to find the surface. Yeah, it's true. You know, the, the when I've been tuning in, too, you know, he's been taking dead aim at these pins and, Guys are playing a little bit safer, and you know, no doubt. I mean, I I know the greens a little bit softer, but that just shows you the uh, the inner belief and self confidence that he has right now. He just he just you know, when you have a great short game too, you just feel like you can be more aggressive. You're like, oh, if I miss a little bit, I'll get it up and down, and um, it just it just plays on all aspects of your game when you're again just I'm talking about short game a lot here, but it's just amazing how that trickle down effect, how that affects the rest of your game, and. Of course, he's, he's driving the ball with confidence. He's standing up there. He's not taking a lot of time, and that's that's the sign of a really confident player. He's just getting up there and looking and firing, and uh, it's really really impressive to watch and fun to watch. 
Yeah, that is impressive and fun to watch. You know, he's when guys are just getting done, he man, he's over it and ready to go. But you know, uh, Brian was talking about his iron play and what he's been able to do with his irons. From 125 to 150 yards, he's his proximity to the hole is 8.9 inches, and the or, or eight feet nine inches, and the tour average is 24.1 right now. <laughs> wow. That's pretty crazy. Wow. That's crazy. You know, yeah, that's that's being uh, dialed in for sure. Hey, Mike, you know, he shot 63 in the first round, and 63s are seemingly more common these days in majors than what they were maybe a couple decades ago. Uh, but you shot 64 around that place. Brooks called that 63 probably the greatest round he's ever played as a professional. How impressed were you with that uh, round? And then when you shot your 64, what all came together for you? Kind of give us sort of uh, the recap of, of how that went down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 63 out there and you know, I heard Tiger's comments after the round saying, you know, he, he uh, felt like Brooks even could have had a couple more. You know, he was even, um, you know, could have been a couple lower and missed, missed a couple putts. My round was about as good as I could have got, gotten out of it. I mean, I remember I remember going in. Um, in fact, Tiger was in the group in front of me that day, and we got down the round, and he was just laughing and kind of giving me the gears because I was so far back there, and I was hitting these rescue clubs. I think I hit three rescue clubs within, you know, from – from 210 yards, let's say, to back to 230, I probably hit three tappings and another couple that were just close. Like I was just unconscious with my rescue club that day, and um, you know that's that's kind of rare to do that. You know, you might hit one kind of close, and the rest you're hoping to get in the center of the green and have a birdie look. But I, I just happened to hit some really close that day. I made lots of putts. I hit the ball in the fairway, which you have to do at that page. It was just one of those great rounds that uh, I'll never forget. But um, you know, I got everything out of that round to shoot 64, where that just goes to show you, like, Brooks, he, he could have been a few better. Just, you know, he has that kind of power and that other gear that, uh, you know, sometimes it almost makes it look easy, even though even though when you shoot a 63 like he did, it's still hard work. It's, it takes a lot of concentration. It takes, you know, a lot of focus to uh, on each and every shot, and that's what he seems to be doing really well, just be dialed in in the moment. You know, I talked to a few people over the last couple of days, and 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 they said it. Watching him play golf is boring, and I said, "What's boring about it? He's hitting fairways, he's hitting greens, and he's making some birdies. That's exciting golf." And they yeah. said, "Well, I, I he doesn't show any emotion," <laughs> and I said, "That's well, a good thing." Yeah, I think so too, Bob. I think that's uh, he's just being himself. You know, he. he, he yep. I, I heard him talk about that being himself. He's not trying to be somebody else. He doesn't. Need a fist pump. Um, that's what works for him, and that's again the sign of a great champion. You know, your dad had a calm demeanor. You know, Gary Player pumped his fist a little more. Seve Ballesteros, you know, obviously was a little more emotional pumping his fist. Jack was, you know, uh, more reserved. Arnie was, you know, gregacious and pumping his fist. You know, everybody's got their own way. Hogan was very reserved and quiet. And you know, you got to do what works for you and and what's going to help you perform your best. And and, and, and leave the critics that say, oh, he doesn't show emotions. Well, <laughs> he's shooting 63. I don't care what it looks like. That's, I love watching that kind of golf. You know, when a guy stands up there and just piping a driver down there, 310 down the middle and hitting an iron right at the flag and putting great and hitting great bunker shots, that's, as uh, I think uh, Ben Crenshaw said about Nick Price in his heyday, it's a man in full flight. And that's a, that's yeah. a man in full flight when he's doing that. Yep. 2003 Masters champion Mike Weir joining us here on Rug Off Radio, looking at the first uh, 36 holes of the PGA Championship. Beth Page Black and 
Mike, when when a guy, especially with a major championship resume, the what Brooks has, which is really interesting because he's not winning a whole lot of tournaments, uh, PGA mm. Tour events, but when majors roll around, it just seems like this is right up his alley. Like he is exactly where he wants to be, and it shows. What 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 kind of a mindset does does one have to have to be gear up, and how different does it feel major championship versus regular tour event? Yeah, so that's an interesting thing that uh, yeah he does. You know, as soon as the majors come around, he, he shows up. and I'm not sure. It'd be interesting to talk to him about his training regimen and the way he's maybe found a way to um, peak at the right times. You know, maybe maybe he's using the other events to, you know, try a few things. Maybe he's working on, I, I don't know, but, like, he could be, like, testing out a few things and certain technique and bunker shots and number of things. I don't know he, what is he and his coach are working on, but it seems like he's figured out a recipe to, to peak the right at the right time, and um, yeah, it's it's, qu- it's quite interesting to, uh, to see that the way the way his uh, career is unfolding so far. You know, the interesting thing was in his press conference on on Wednesday, he kind of laid down the gauntlet as far as majors are concerned. He said majors are easier to win, kind of what Jack said. He said mm-hmm. uh, basically 156 players in the field. He said 80 of them I'm going to beat. And he said the half half of the rest won't play well, and the other half pressure's going to get to him. So I just have to stick around and give myself an opportunity. That's pretty bold. It is bold, and and you know a lot of players, you know you you know Tiger thought that, but maybe never said it. So it's, yeah, it's definitely bold that he said that. I think you know some of the top players, as you said, Jack. And I think they when he when he was done his career, he, he kind of mentioned that too. But it was bold of him for to say it. But again, he's just. He's saying what he believes, and he's backing it up, and um, yeah, he's he's getting it done. He's backing up his words for sure. Yeah, and the other thing I wanted to ask you, Mike, is and you played in the heyday of Tiger Woods, and you stared him down in a Presidents Cup, and 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 beat him on a Sunday at the Presidents Cup. Uh, you faced him many many times. What does it say about a guy in Brooks Kepka that doesn't flinch playing with Tiger Woods and beating him by 17 shots? Now, granted, Tiger didn't have his best stuff this week, but still, that was the kind of stuff Tiger did to everybody else uh, back in the day. Yeah, exactly. And uh, obviously, it's a it's a different era, and, and Tiger in his late 20s and 30s is different than uh, than 43 at whatever he is now, 44 maybe. Um, and you know, obviously Brooks couldn't, you know, get to see Tiger at his at his ultimate best. I mean, Tiger obviously won the Masters; he's playing great, but he's nowhere near where he he was in in the late '90s, 2000. And um, so, you know, Tiger had the, the huge power advantage back then, and now a lot of players have a, a power advantage over Tiger. So, I don't think there is an intimidation factor as much, and. It's still impressive to go out there and, and play in front of the, one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player of all time, and just you know put that kind of performance down. It just shows you again, like his focus is is very strong. His self belief is uh, he doesn't care who he's playing with. Um, he, he's just totally locked in and doing his what he knows to believe for himself to be the, the, the best way to approach it, and not you know being distracted by anything players who he's playing with or the crowds or the New York crowds, anything. You just tell he's totally in the moment and um, he's just keeping the pedal down. You know, if he gets he's in seven, eight, nine, ten, if he got to kept going, he's, you know, obviously three putted 17 there and came right back. You know, so that, that showed a lot. Did you like playing in front of those New York crowds? 
I did. It was fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. I mean, you got you have to have the right mindset going in there, and uh, uh, but they're fun. They're fun fans uh, uh, play in front of for sure. Well, good so stuff. Mike, there's you know there's a handful of elite players: Jordan Spieth, Adam Scott, Dustin Johnson, Justin mm-hmm. Rose. Those guys are all trailing. What are what are trailers going to have to do coming from at least seven shots behind to try to to try to make a, a dent into what he's been doing? Brooks Kepka has been doing. Yeah, I mean, I think the big thing is, you know, they, they have to, to do what they do well. I mean, a guy like Jordan Spieth, he hits it fairly far, but he, he has to just keep doing what he's doing, and hopefully his putter gets hot. And, you know, there's, there, there could be a day, you know, it could, could happen tomorrow or Sunday where Brooks makes a couple of bogeys, uh, misses a couple of putts, misreads a couple of putts. I mean, that's going to happen in the course of 72 holes. Um, you know, Tiger's one of the only ones that – that keeps stretching a seven-shot lead to 15, you know, at like the yeah. U.S. Open at, at Pebble Beach. It, I, I see it, it. I mean, maybe Brooks could do that, but I see with the type of players that are on his heels um, that I think there's going to be some good golf played by some of the guys behind there and it's whether Brooks can keep that pedal down. Um, but I think the guys behind have to just stick to their plan. Um, you know, obviously Adam had it had it going. I mean, he, he was – he shot 600 today, but had a chance to be seven or eight. So, you know, someone the scoring is out there. It seems like on the course, even though the course is long, it's soft. Um, the greens are rolling pretty pure. When they had that low camera, and you can see the balls rolling really, really well in the green. So, if you get a hot putter, um, you know, I, I think the guys just have to keep doing what they're doing. You know, Dustin Johnson obviously has the firepower to, you know, make a couple eagles on these par fives. So, you just can't really look too much to to what Brooks is doing you got to stick to your own game plan and and hopefully he makes a couple of mistakes if, if you're in those guys shoes you hope that he maybe maybe makes a couple of bogeys and you kind of creep closer towards sunday and hopefully you're within three or four shots come sunday and then you have a real chance yeah you just got to stay in the moment because you never know right these things are never over till it's over and something crazy could happen but uh boy what an impressive first 36 holes hey mike thanks so much for joining us man we really appreciate your time and your insights and uh you know it's always good to visit with you i appreciate it guys it's fun to talk to you all right we'll do it again soon thanks, mike, mike we're for sure 2003 masters champion joining us right here on real golf radio we'll continue next with our 101st pga championship coverage you're listening to real golf radio Chrome Soft isn't just another tour ball, it's the golf ball that's changing how tour balls are made. When Callaway made a low compression, low spin tour ball, others said they might be onto something and tried doing the same, but they can't. Because Chrome Soft is the only ball engineered with a graphene infused dual soft fast core for serious speed and unbelievable control around the greens. See for yourself why everyone is playing and loving Chrome Soft. Order the ball that changed the ball at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway's new Apex Irons redefine players' irons. Unmatched feel, distance, and control have been forged to perfection to deliver category-defining performance. Apex Irons are the ultimate forged players' distance iron. Callaway's 360 face cups generate industry-leading distance, unmatched feel, and will get every golfer's attention. Tungsten weighting in each iron fine-tunes launch, trajectory, and delivers tremendous control. See perfection in every shot with the new Apex at your local golf retailer or visit CallawayGolf.com and see what makes Callaway the number one irons in golf. At the first tee, it's the little things in life we pick up. 
Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirsttea.org. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. Your hands. With the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Today was a battle. Um, yeah, I putted great. Everything except the driver was was very solid. Um, you know, just battled a little bit of a block with the driver. You kind of saw it there in 17, just dropping it a little bit under, um, which is something I've done my whole career. So it's it should be an easy fix here on the range. Well, that's the man we've been talking about, Brooks Kepka, leading by a touchdown, seven-shot lead at the halfway point of the PGA Championship. Welcome back to Real Golf Radio. By the way, through two rounds of Beth Page Black, Kelly Kraft, who got in uh, after uh, a withdraw, he's minus four and tied for fourth. He's only missed four fairways and leading the field in driving accuracy with his epic flash driver. And uh, that's how you become the number one driver on major tours worldwide. You engineer epic flash using artificial intelligence to deliver unheard of ball speed. And oh, by the way, it's super forgiving and finds lots of fairways yeah. where you need to in major championships at Beth Page Black. Check it out, Epic Flash at CallawayGolf.com. You heard from Brooks. He said, hey, look, man, this is uh, – is, I've, I've been doing this little block thing my whole life. and um, Dropping it underneath a little bit. Yeah. So he's like, this, we'll, start, we'll fix it on the range. He was there working on the range. He said he didn't really play He wasn't play there that well. long. Yeah. And then away he went. Yep. So per- pretty interesting. Thanks to Mike Weir for joining us, by the way, who's on his way to Dallas to uh, qualify for the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Who doesn't want to qualify for the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach? Um, a lot of the guys that we are going to be talking about in this segment will be hopefuls and probably mentionables going into Pebble Beach at the U.S. Open. And let's begin with these chasers, Bob, because that's those are the guys that we've yet to talk about. We know what Brooks Kepka has done, and, and as I said, this thing could be over 
right? Uh, it's hard for me to sit here and not say this thing is over. Brooks Kepka has shown nothing about wanting to flinch or a give a chink this thing in his a, armor in any way or anything. No, I mean the guy looks. Uh, I, I thought you know the line of the day might have been Brandel Chambly. I think it was was now I forget if it was Brandel or or uh, said he was built like. Hulk Hogan and plays like Ben Hogan. So, <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. But and so when a guy that sounds like Brandle. That sounds like Brandle, right? How do you beat a guy like that, right? And yep. I think so. That's the question. So the the rest of these guys are still going to show up today, Bob. They're not giving up. They're not going to be like, well, let's just give them the trophy wall play for second. So who can chase him down? And you, you wanted to, before we get into it, you wanted to say something. Yeah, I just wanted to say something about his iron play. You know, we watch him hit driver and we watch him how he's keeping the ball in the fairway and that kind of thing. But this is the difference between what is happening with Brooks Kepka with his iron play or his, his approaches to the greens. Um, stroke gained average, he is number one um, as far as uh, approaches to the greens. But his iron play, 125 yards to 150 yards. He's hitting the ball eight feet, nine inches from the hole. That's that's his proximity to the hole. The rest of the, the, rest of the tour is hitting at 24 feet, one inch, okay? From 150 to 175 yards, he's hitting at 15 feet, 11 inches from the hole, and the rest of the tour is 28 feet, 10 inches. And then over 200 yards, he's hitting at 29 feet, 5 inches from the hole, and the rest of the tour is 52 feet, nine inches. So he's like better, he's like twice as good or better than the rest of the field. Everybody else. Everybody else. And what did Tiger say? Tiger said, he's up there hitting wedges, nines, and eights, eight irons, and we're back here hitting four and five irons. And he said when he misses it, he misses it in the right spot. Yep. He has the correct angles. Got and right he's angles. far enough yep. up there that he can still yep. wedge it up there. I mean, and, and, and again, we talk, we mentioned this. Duvall said this is that's that's the, what Tiger did. Yes. And so this is a bit of a product of these guys growing up watching Tiger Woods, and and now they're going out dominating like Tiger Woods used to dominate. Mm-hmm. And he's he, he wasn't sharp that week, and he got steamrolled. Yep. Seventeen shots. That's right. That's right. My word. Okay, and, let's talk about the chasers. Okay, okay. we're going to talk a lot about Brooks, and we'll continue. I don't know what else you say about the guy. I mean, he's he, he's in a different planet right now. And when major championships come around, I'm you know you have to pick this guy. I mean, what else can you say? Um, but let's talk about Jordan Spieth playing in the final group. Yes. Jordan's an interesting one this week because he was he's been repeatedly asked about this slump. He finally kind of shot back this week at the media center, and when he was asked about this slump he's in, he said was he's just snapped a little yeah. bit. And you could tell by the tone of that that he's not enjoying the questions, and he's over it. And he's like, look, it's a process. Okay, so I haven't won for a year and a half. I've had a pretty damn good career. I'm still in my 20s. Look at what I've done. I've got the four majors. I got, you know, I mean, I mean yeah. he's just going on like leap. You know, if this was anybody so else. Basically saying, I've set the bar this high, and this is what you're comparing me on right now. Yeah, so don't forget that I'm the reason why you keep asking me these questions is because of how well that I've played. This is what I've done. Right. Yep. So. I think he's playing a little pissed off right now. Yeah, and and at that press conference, he was a little he was a it little was torqued, a, well, man. It was a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, he was he was steamed. And it's I'm pretty actually, interesting. I'm, I'm good. To, I'm glad to see it. I'm I me too. Yeah, I mean, good for him, right? So anyway, this is my point. I I said, this is, as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking to my mind. Okay, to me, you've got Adam Scott, who certainly has you know. A great resume. He's he's got a major championship. He's got a Masters. Dustin Johnson's a few back there. Um, he, he's at four under par. He hits the ball 
you know, far enough that he he can handle. He's got Brooks the firepower, Kepka, right? definitely. But Jordan Spieth, the guy that's playing in that final group, and and Jordan feels like the guy with the he has the most res he has the most majors on that resume trying to chase him down yeah. as far as the leaders go. Yeah. But I wonder, is this going to be a Bubba Watson 2014 scenario where as good as he plays, he just doesn't have the firepower to be able to... It wasn't a fair fight in 2014. Now, Jordan came back and won in 2015, but... Um, in yeah, tw- 2014 was before Jordan had any any uh, majors under his belt, too. Right, this was his first effort. It yeah. would have been He'd have been a first-timer, right? Right. But Bubba on that back... I mean, I just remember 13, you know, Jordan hits a great yep. th- th- drive out there to the corner, and Bubba hits it right over the top and has a wedge in, and it's like... This is just ding, ding, ding. It's not call a fair fight. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, call it. Yeah. So I was, I was, when I was going through that mindset and pulling up the stats, I was surprised to notice that Brooks Kepka driving average, second round, 300.8. Jordan Spieth, 300.1. Hmm. So that's not exactly like, and Dustin Johnson's hitting at 326. He's the number one in the field right now, but he's 25 yards further than what Jordan and yeah. Brooks are hitting at. Yeah. And that's what I was expecting to see, this massive gap how can Jordan compete when he's, you know, again, going with the, the Tiger comment that he's hitting wedges and nine irons when the rest of them are hitting four and five irons? You just heard Mike Weir say when he shot a 64, he was lasering it with his rescue clubs <laughs> from 210 to 230. <laughs> well, 210 to 230 anymore is five and six irons yeah, for these guys. Yeah, for these guys, yep. So, it's uh, pretty crazy. It's a bit of a difference between technology from what it was in two, you know back when he played in 2002. But uh, anyway. Let uh, me tell you what Jordan's doing really well. Yes. Okay. Jordan Spieth, and and, he, and we've talked about this over the last year and a half, how uh, his putting has suffered, um, that he's not putting like he used to, that kind of thing. Jordan Spieth right now for this week, he ranks first in strokes game putting at plus 3.635. And that was the big stat that we said carried him so well for so long. Yes. And would he be able to get that back? And it looks like he is. 23 putts in the second round. The other thing is he has not missed a putt inside eight feet this week. Huge. Giant. I mean, yesterday in that round, yes, he made some he made some really nice putts for birdies, but he also made some great par savers too. All right? And then uh, the other thing I was going to say, and you were talking about it's just not a fair fight, he played his first two rounds with DJ and, and Rom. Those guys bomb it. Okay? And... Uh, and the thing about it is, as Mike Weir told us in the last segment, he played his game. So I think that's the thing he has to focus on. He has to focus on playing his game because he's going to be playing with with um, Brooks today, and he has to he has to play his game and not worry about watching that show of how far Brooks is going to hit it. Yeah. And he's and and if he continues to putt the way he's putting, um, I think he's you know. He needs to go out and shoot four or five or six under par today, and uh, try to try to whittle away a little bit of that lead. I'm with you. You're right, and and that's like I said. If there's a guy that's steely enough or stingy enough, and certainly decorated enough as a major champion, it's Jordan Spieth. Here's here's the separator right now, and this this can't happen over the weekend, or I don't think Jordan yep. has a shot. 19 fairways hit through two rounds versus 15 fairways right. hit through two rounds. I know it's only four fairways. Uh, so you're talking a couple of per round, but that's so important as we've seen through 36 holes. And with Jordan, again, 
although the average driving distance is the same, yeah. you, in order for you to really, especially since you're the chaser, seven shots back, you've got to put in a position where you can go at these flags. Jordan said three of those fairways that he missed, that he's missed, especially yesterday, he was just in the first cut. And you're right. And, that, and the first cut point. is a great place to come from you can still, if you're not in the fairway. Especially because the greens are soft enough, you can still, from that second cut, you can yep. go ahead and still... Um, Get it, at get, the green. It, get, it, get it on the green. Yeah. Yep. So, all right, we'll continue the conversation. The 101st PGA Championship. Beth Page Black, thanks for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online, they're with smart fares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992-800-223-0992-800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. 
All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob, thanks for joining us. Caddy will join us in hour number two, the back nine, coming up as we continue getting you ready for the weekend at the PGA Championship. Also, uh, Jaime Diaz from Golf Channel expected to join us as well. Hope to be able to check in with him and get his take and insights on what we're experiencing and watching and what's ahead for us this weekend. Again, I'd like to slam the door on this thing and just say it is over, but... You know, the great equalizer is always the putter, Bob. And yep. we just talked about Jordan Spieth. You mentioned 23 putts in the second round. How about 13 one putts? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And just in the just in the yesterday's second round. Right. Yeah, the commentators have mentioned and the players have mentioned uh, throughout the week how perfect the greens are at Bethpage yes. Black. Yes. Uh, they're not uh, extreme slopey greens. They're right. subtle slopes. You put yourself in the right position, you're going to see a lot of hold putts. That might be, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen on the greens. Jordan's just going to have to get hot. He's going to yep. have to output Brooks Kepka. He's got to hope that Brooks makes a mistake, which can happen. But what we've seen is every time Brooks has made a mistake, he's come back with a just a barrage of birdies, right? Yes, he has. And so we'll see. Does that continue? Uh, there, there certainly is... A, a different feel for a guy with that kind of a lead heading into a major. The pressure's now on to not blow something like that, yeah. right? Yeah. If Brooks even feels pressure. <laughs> that, that's yet to be confirmed if he and, feels And it. that's uncharted territory for him in a major championship is having a seven-shot lead. And and a lot of times Thank that goodness. can— goodness. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times that can be an uncomfortable situation because, yeah, I've got seven shots, um, but— you know, you make a couple of mistakes, you kind of open the door, and if somebody comes flying up from behind because they're playing extremely well in the third round, then it tightens things up. But one of the things Brooks has said is, you know, I just got to keep the pedal down. And uh, I don't foresee him not keeping the pedal down with the way he's playing. But you never know. That's why we have 36 more holes to play. Right. 63-65 for Kepka. I think anything in the 60s today probably oh, yeah. extends his lead. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, if, if he flinches at all, even an even par, even par round, I think Jordan can cut into that. But if he's going to, it's got to be with the flat stick. Yep. you got to get hot with that putter. Yep. Stay tuned. The back nine, hour number two is next. Radio News with Wendy King. Missouri's governor says he will sign a bill passed by lawmakers which outlaws abortion after eight weeks. There's no exception for rape or incest. Republican Congresswoman Mary Elizabeth Coleman attacked the reason she says women have abortions. It is saying that if I don't have the ability to kill my child, that I as a woman cannot obtain whatever dreams and beliefs I may have. It's saying that my economic opportunities will be limited if I do not pay that price with the blood of my child. But Democratic State Rep Barbara Washington says the bill takes away a woman's right over her own body. This bill is not about pro-life. I am a woman. It is my body. It is my choice. Missouri is the fifth state to pass a restrictive abortion bill. This is USA Radio News. So you sit down and do your budget, and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income, and it seems like there's never quite enough. You know what would really help, finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings, $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. 
And when it comes to healthcare sharing ministries, MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because it works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting down to do a monthly budget a lot more fun. $500 a month can more than cover a car payment or payback loans, whatever. So join MediShare and go out to dinner to celebrate. Here's the number to call. They are incredibly kind and helpful to talk to. 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Florida's Republican Governor Ron DeSantis plans to fight a federal plan to fly hundreds of immigrants from the Mexican border to South Florida counties. DeSantis said the state's legislature had passed a bill outlawing sanctuary cities and also... We're going to work with them to help them, you know, remove criminal aliens. We're not going to be like some of these other states that are not allowing, you know, federal authorities to come into a jail or a courthouse. So we've been very cooperative. But he said Florida cannot accommodate just dumping unlawful immigrants into the state. President Trump is insisting that reports of arguments with his national security team over the situation in Iran is not true. He pushed back against the report that he privately expressed concerns that his advisors were trying to steer him into a war with Iran. Mike Pompeo's doing a great job. Bolton's doing a great job. It's bull****, okay? It's bull****. You're listening to USA Radio News. Here's a great deal on MyPillow. When you go to MyPillow.com, click on the two-pack special, type in promo code USA, you'll get two MyPillow premium pillows for $69.98. Now that's only $34.99 a pillow. You will not get that price anywhere at retail. It's the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. And like all MyPillow products, 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the two-pack special, use my promo code USA. The standard achievement test is adding something new. USA's Chris Barnes reports. The group overseeing the SAT will begin using what's called an adversity score, which it says will reflect the social and economic background of each student taking the test. What this tool allows us to see is there is so much more talent out there than a test score reveals alone. That's CEO of the College Board, David Coleman, speaking to NBC News. The adversity score will use 15 factors, including the crime rate and poverty level of the student's neighborhood. Colleges and universities will be able to see the scores while reviewing applications. Fifty colleges used that adversity score in a test run last year, and they plan to expand the program to 150 schools this year. For USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. An OSU team doctor is being accused of abuse. USA's Rick Vincent reports. An independent investigation into alleged abuse of male students at Ohio State University by athletic department and student health center physician Dr. Richard Strauss finds that Strauss sexually abused at least 177 male students between 1978 and 1998 and that university personnel were aware of the abuse as early as 1979 but didn't start an investigation until 1996. Strauss voluntarily retired in 1998 with emeritus status and took his own life in 2005. OSU President Michael Drake emailed a message to the OSU community saying the findings of the investigation are shocking and painful to comprehend. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King.
Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome on in. It's hour number two of the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Getting ready for the weekend at the 101st PGA Championship. Beth Page Black just outside the Big Apple. Certainly a pleasure to have you alongside us here in year number 20 of broadcasting the show. Um, great stuff uh, already to, had uh, had taken place in hour number one. Mike Weir joined us as we got some thoughts uh, from a major championship winner who also competed here at Beth Page Black and shot a 64 under U.S. Open conditions. So a guy that's not particularly long. Went and lit it up, yep. hitting rescue clubs in, and even kind of got some chuckles and ribbing from Tiger Woods, who was playing a group in front of him. And uh, but look, it can happen. Uh, that was the, the the purpose of talking to Mike. I wanted to see what what could happen. What can these guys do who have a clear disadvantage off the tee from a distance standpoint? How do they go and chase down Goliath? Uh, which Brooks Kepka seems all of that title right now. A guy with a touchdown size lead going into the weekend. It's just really unbelievable. Well, the way you chase down that uh, that touchdown size lead is, is, as Mike said in segment two of the show so far, um, you got to keep doing what you're doing and play your game and use your game plan. Um, Brooks Kepka, as as we all know, shot 63 and 65. He's at 12 under par, um, and uh, then you've got uh, two guys in second place: Jordan Spieth and Adam Scott. They're at five, seven shots back. Daniel Berger, Dustin Johnson at at, at four, along with Kelly. Kraft, Matt Wallace, Luke List, those guys are all at four under par, and then Justin Rose is at three, so that rounds out the top ten. Um, Heck of a leaderboard, were it not for the guy that's seven shots ahead of everybody else. It's a great leaderboard. Um, the other interesting thing is you've got a, a trio of of guys, Matt uh, Matt Jertson, um, who is a club professional, um, also uh, Ryan Ver- Vermeer and Rob LaBritz, who all made the cut and are playing on the weekend and there's some guys out playing early this morning that are under par so uh there's some under par scores out there today so far it's going to be something to watch it's either going to be the brooks runaway or it's going to prevent some excitement with those chasing them down we'll talk about it all next 
Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology. They're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. At the first tee. We believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf, we teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. Big Bertha. It's an iconic name, some of the longest and straightest clubs in all of golf. Well, now, the legend just got even easier to hit. The new Big Bertha irons from Callaway are powered by a suspended energy core, a totally new construction to deliver easy launch, long, consistent distance with incredible sound and feel. This is by far Callaway's easiest-to-launch distance iron ever. Get big-time distance now. Experience Big Bertha irons today at your local golf shop, or at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Just a confidence boost. I think that's what it was. Uh, you know, to hit such a big drive there on one and have a little 60-yard, 58-yard shot, um, you know, relatively easy. And then, you know, I'm not saying that that putts uh, three-footer in the first hole is easy, but it's nice to make that feel some momentum and, and try to separate yourself. Hey, you know what do you do with a big lead coming off a of 63? Just, you know, a little tap-in birdie to start the second round. And, and then make it again on the next hole. And do it again two holes later. I mean, yeah, well, you know, why not? Just start pouring <laughs> it on and say, boys, I like this big trophy. I'm going to keep it with me another year. 
Try again next year. We'll see you in uh, San Francisco. That's what that's what Brooks Kepka was saying when he was birdie, birdie, par, birdie to start yep. the second round on his way to a second round 65 and a 128 total shattering the one, the 36-hole mark of 130 in PGA Championship history. Really impressive stuff. So welcome in. Hour number two, Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. 20 years talking golf with you, and we have watched the – uh, the greatness of Tiger Woods in his heyday and the way he dominated. And, and you know, he, he it seemed to be that when Tiger was dominating, he he he, he paced himself, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. Um, the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach, certainly he came out and just blitzed the field and won by 15 shots. Right. But it seemed that most of the time Tiger just sort of just bided his time, just was right there, right there, and then come the weekend, boom, he blitzed you on Saturday. Yeah. He had the he was in the final group on Sunday with the lead, and you can forget about it. Um, Brooks has just come out here and just thrown down the gauntlet and said, "See y'all later." Yep. Uh, what are these guys thinking? What are the competitors now? What are they facing, and how can they manage to? keep themselves in the right frame of mind to go chase this guy down. I think the only thing they can think right now is, is he going to give us an opening or is he going to just continue to do what he's doing? I think, I think that's, that's what they're thinking. Um, you know, how, how can he be seven shots ahead of us? And the, and the way, the reason he's seven shots ahead is because he's, he's hitting almost 70% of his fairways and 80% of his greens. And, uh, yeah, you got perfect surfaces and you're going to make some yeah, putts. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, we've seen him make some, some nice putts, you know, 30, 35-footers, and we've seen him with, with his proximity to the hole being really, really close and and pouring it in from, from short distance, too. So um, he's just hitting on all cylinders right now, except for what he said. He had a, had a couple errant tee shots. He didn't hit the ball as well yesterday as he, or yesterday as he did in the first round. But, uh, but that's the whole thing. Um, so he's at 65, not hitting it well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. And he's only had two bur- two bogeys in 36 holes. It's remarkable. With bounce backs. Yeah, and he went 27 holes with before he had the first yep. bogey. So um, really impressive what Brooks has done. I mean, hats off the guy, as you said, uh, you know, hitting on all cylinders. What did Weirsy say? Uh, he quoted uh, was it Nick Price saying that that uh, he, he something about him flying or. He's flying. He's flying. Whatever his quote was, it was pretty. It was pretty good. But um, it, the, 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 he's he's done what he's done. We we've seen golf is a funny game. Yeah. I'll, I'll just play devil's advocate for a minute. You know, I mean, golf is a funny game. You shoot 63, 65. Well, he's trending in the wrong direction. He's not like getting better every round, right? So he's he's going from 63 to 65. Uh, you know. He could certainly open the door. Somebody could get hot. The other thing that I think is these players, they got to be freed up. What they have nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. Everybody's saying this thing is over, and then you know, for all intents and purposes, it should be with a seven-shot lead with a guy that's won majors in the past and is the defending champ and mm-hmm. has all the tools that Brooks has. So if you're Jordan Spieth, Dustin Johnson, Adam Scott, you're these guys chasing, even Justin Rose back in the past, you got to be saying, look, I got nothing to lose here. Let's just go after it. Each yet, one, each one of those guys chasing him. Has the capacity to shoot what Brooks Kepka shot in the first round. Of course they do. Are they going to be able to do that? We don't know. But they have that capacity. And things could things could tighten up. Things could get a little bit tighter if Brooks, let's say he goes out and shoots even par today. And one of those guys that's chasing him from, from seven back or or eight back, let's say that let's say they can cut it in half. Get it down to four or three. 
Yeah, game on Sunday, right? Now it's game on. I mean, three shots. It is Beth Page Black. By, yes, by the, you know, exactly. Just as a way of reminder there. So uh, that golf course can flip things in a hurry. You, yep. get, you get one bad tee shot and getting some of that really deep hay, yep. and you're pitching out, and it's you can make a bogey in a hurry, and then all of a sudden you're, you know, your confidence is shaken just ever so slightly, and that door's open. Like I said, uh, Brooks, with a seven-shot lead, should be freed up to just play some beautiful golf without yep. any pressure. That's but exactly at the same right. time, you got the pressure of, let's not blow a seven. I don't want to be known as the guy that blew a seven-shot lead. Yeah. Right? And the rest of the players, they could be thinking, i got to grind it and make it up, and i got to play. I got to shoot 63 in order to try to make up some ground. And you know, So maybe there's pressure imposed there. But at the same time, hey, this thing's already over. So from a mental standpoint, just free it up and go after it, yeah. man. So I, I can see there's a, there's going to be something. Some things are going to happen today, Bob, it, that is going to, you know, guys are going to, in in that freed up state of mind, guys are going to go do some stuff. They're either going to have a lack of concentration to the point where they, they, they shoot themselves out of it, you mm-hmm. know, or they're just going to be like, yeah, whatever. I'm okay. I just, I just birdied six of the first eight holes. But I'm still seven shots back because I'm coming from way behind, or I'm still four shots back because Brooks birdied a couple himself. Whatever, and they're not even going to worry about it. And next thing you know, you know, shoot. Depending on what the weather does, maybe someone shoots a 62 out there today. You never know. Which is again, we're I talking mean, about Brooks. Beth realistically, Black, right? in the first round, he could have shot 60. He didn't. He didn't birdie either of the par fives, and he missed another short one from about seven or eight feet. Maybe five feet. Yeah. It was close. Oh, it was it was close. It was make, it was, he yep. should have made it. So, I mean, uh, I mean the the scoring's out there, and we, and we've talked about this golf course being a beast all all week long, you know, um, and and seeing that seventy five almost seventy six hundred yards, uh, three par fours that are over five hundred yards, with one of them longer than a par five that's on the scorecard. They have a five hundred and twenty four yard par four. And a 517-yard par five. So, um, you know, the rough is thick. You hit it in the rough. You saw, you see guys pitching out, getting the ball, advancing it down the fairway to get it into wedge range so they can get it up and down from from wedge. I, I mean, I've seen U.S. Opens where they do that, but I've seen more in this PGA Championship with the rough that is there right now where players have had to do that more. That's kind of the calling card there at Beth yep. Page, right? Exactly. Uh, so yeah, there, yeah, no, no, no question about it. So uh, look, there's a lot of guys that uh, hit the ball, drive the ball like Brooks Kepka, uh-huh. uh, long anyway. Yep. That didn't make the cut. Uh, you know, you talk about Rory McIlroy. Yes. You know, this was a guy that we talked about coming in, the, and he just couldn't find fairways. So if you all of a sudden, if if that block comes out. Oh, did Rory make the cut? Yeah. Oh, did he? Okay. He, he you made can four... say that on the air. It's okay. Well, I, I was. I didn't <laughs> want to correct me. No, he uh, he ended did up. Did he at battle three... back and make yeah, it? Yeah, he made four birdies on the back nine okay. to make it right. at, at three over par. All right, so he just made the cut. Yeah. He was outside the cut for most of the day. There correct. he is. There he is. He came yep. back and and fired. But you know, a, a guy like Rory, uh, who is is a is a guy that we pre- predicted would be one of the guys to watch this yeah. week because how well he drove the, drives the go- golf ball. We he's one as no, he's known as one of the best drivers of the golf ball with length of anybody. And look at his driving accuracy for the week. 35.7. Yep. Yep. Brooks Kepka sick you know double that mm-hmm. nearly. Yep. That's that's the diff- look that's the difference between just making the cut and leading this championship. Exactly. You, you got to have to give yourself an opportunity. You got to get it in the fairway. Got to get it in the fairway. 
So when you start looking at getting it in the fairway, and then the guys that are rolling it well, I mean Jordan's right. That and that's Jordan's the, the, the chaser that I've, yeah. I'm looking most looking forward yeah. to seeing what he can. Well, do. the only other guy I think that really has a chance is Dustin Johnson, who is eight shots back, and uh, he's hitting 83 percent of his greens. And now if he gets the flat stick rolling, which he did a little bit yesterday, which he did a little bit yesterday, but he backed off of it a little bit at the end. Um, if he gets that flat stick rolling. At that distance and those those greens and regulation, then I think uh, I think he's one of the guys that has the firepower to get it done. Yeah, good point. Uh, Sergio Garcia, one of the best drivers of the golf ball, missing the cut. Bubba Watson, a lot of guys talked about. Tiger Woods, the defending master or the current reigning Masters champion. I mean, there's a lot of guys. You know, Bryson DeChambeau with his approach. Patrick Reed. Um, all these guys that uh, are, are people that you have to mention on a big golf course like this. They all miss the cut. But not Brooks Kepka. But not Brooks. <laughs> He's lighting it up. 63-65, 12 under par. He plays in the final group with Jordan Speed. The caddy joins us next. Stay tuned. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 
That's 855-325-1780. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. You just kind of let things roll off your back. Um, You know, if you make a mistake, you know guys are going to make a lot of mistakes out there and just battle through it. You know, you don't don't change anything from what you would in a normal event. Just uh, just focus in a little bit harder. Make sure you know my misses are in, are in the correct spot. I'm leaving myself below the hole and, and try to hit the center of the greens. You yeah, know what? just do that. I don't think he's thinking misses right now. Why would he? That is Brooks Kepka. He's 12 under par. Somewhere back in the rearview mirror as uh, Jordan Spieth at 5-under and Adam Scott. Hey, by the way, Chrome Soft is the only ball to give you unheard of combination of crazy long distance with incredibly soft feel. And Chrome Soft X is now available with triple track technology. You might have seen Phil Mickelson playing that and winning at Pebble Beach. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. Yeah, you heard from Bricks Kepka there. I mean, yeah. look, I mean, uh, the guy, <laughs> I don't think he's trying to. It's like, what do you do? I don't even know if he knows. It's one of those things. You just, I don't know if he really knows what he does. He just does it. And that's the scary thing is he doesn't have to think too much about it at all. He, he's he's worked really hard. Either that or he knows what he needs to do. And he doesn't want to share it with everybody else? Yeah. <laughs> Why would you? I mean, we never knew Tiger's practice regimen for forever. And... If you got if you've got a leg up on the rest of the golfing world, professional golfing world and major championships right now, you're not going to say what the heck you're doing. Of course you not. And how you're preparing. I just want to know who the, who this guy is. Who is this guy? Like exactly in his in history, Bob. Historically speaking, who is Brooks Kepka? I mean, what, what's what are we going at the end of the day? Is this is Brooks Kepka? You know. I, I mean, who who is he? Is he Lee Trevino? Is he, you know, who, who is he? we got to figure out who to compare him to, right? That's what I'm saying, yeah. yeah. What, who, yeah. What is he? I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Where, where he's at right now and what he's doing right now. He's not now, Andy North. We thought no. he might be Andy North. No, he's no, not no, no, Andy no. North. Where he's at right now and what he's doing right now, the only way you can do, the only person you can compare him to is Tiger right well, now. Well, no, but Tiger, we're talking 80 I, wins. And no, 50, I'm, I'm talking right. about Tiger back when Tiger won at Pebble in 2000, and he ran away for from everybody. For the week, though, but stupid. I'm just saying for his career. I mean, he's not. Not his career, Brooks no. Brooks is not going to go out and get double-digit majors, is he? <laughs> well, that's what he said. That's what he th- <laughs> said he thinks he can do. Let's welcome in America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats, and then there are caddies. Maybe. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. We can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper. Here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Caddy joins us right now on Real Golf Radio. Who is this guy, Caddy? He's the major machine. Ah. So he's so he's got he's got what six wins on tour, and four of them majors. 
The only other person close to him is John Daly that had five wins on tour and he two has, majors. Does he have four? He has three, doesn't he? This would be four, wasn't it? This would be four. That's three. correct. Yeah. He's got three. He's got three. So he's got he's got he's got five wins and three. That's it. And yeah. Daly has You're five wins and two. You're already jumping ahead, which would be Sorry. six and four. Oh, yeah, I'm already on, planning on it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, so is everybody else. Yeah. So it's pretty impressive that, first of all, that everybody is just giving Brooks the PGA Championship already. <laughs> that tells you that tells you something about how good he is, right? <laughs> I mean, you. you you would you give Phil Mickelson in his prime the PGA Championship right now with a seven shot lead? I think you would. Yeah, you probably would. You definitely would give it to Tiger. Oh yeah. You'd probably give it to Spieth. You'd probably give it to DJ. So you know that's there's a few players who with a seven shot lead you say yeah it's pretty darn likely that it's over right. Yep. But I think you feel like it's over with Brooks like it was. Almost like it was over if it was Tiger. It's almost to that degree, I think, the feeling right now. And, yeah, but, no, Brooks is just a major machine. I mean, how can you, how can you explain the lack of performance? And what, what I mean is by the lack of wins. Yeah, on everywhere else, and then his major record's just ridiculous. It's not just the wins. It's how well he's played in all of them. It's that good. So he just, he's figured out what to do to win a major championship and obviously a lot of it has to do with the game but Dustin Johnson's got the same game so it's 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 a mental thing or a, a strategy thing or what a comfort thing whatever but he's got it and that's kind of scary Aaron Hills it's a brand new golf course haven't seen it in the US Open before played like a PGA championship Brooks with his power was a, was able to overpower that golf course yep. with soft conditions wasn't playing the way it was intended to all of those things you know that's that's Brooks Kepka who congratulations you won the PGA championship uh, but it was really a US Open that the trophy you held so then he the next year it comes to the US Open at Shinnecock oh yeah well he's the defending champ but that was at Aaron Hills this is Shinnecock this is the one I mean this is the penultimate this is the this is this is the golf course, right? And he goes out and wins there. And then you go to St. Louis. Well, this is an old classic course. Maybe doesn't fit Reef, exactly, yeah. you know. And uh, it, he wins the PGA Championship. And there he comes with in with Tiger charging at him in '64 in the final round. Yeah, he ruins the he ruins the party. Tiger with the comeback. And then he comes here to uh, Bethpage Black which is a hard golf course. It's long, but it's a hard golf course. It's not just for bashers. It's for guys that are hitting fairways, and he goes out here and, and sets the scoring record. <laughs> I mean, like, what golf course What golf course, and what major championship doesn't work for this guy, right? I mean, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, uh, well, we'll see, you know, the Open Championships, obviously. I'm not sure what his record is in those. I, I haven't looked, but probably pretty good. But, um. Yeah, like we said about Bethpage, it's very likely that one of those groups of long-hitting guys who happens to be hitting it straight that week is going to be the man, and that the man this week is who's doing that is Brooks Kepka. Yeah. And there you go. I mean, that's Bethpage for you, right? It's All you're hearing about is how difficult the golf course is and how impossible it is. He's 12 under. <laughs> you know? His, his worst score so far is a 65 in a major this week. That's his worst score. That's... The ma- and, and, and everybody's telling you how incredibly hard the golf course is. So, and it is. 
It is. You can't. You miss the fairway. You're probably going to make a bogey unless you can get it up and down with a wedge. Yep. So, and 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 that's what you have to do. You, I mean, you talked about the rough. The rough is not that deep. It's it's three and a half inches maybe. And yeah. But yeah. yet, but yet when you hit it in the rough, that ball just sinks like in a and, and it's in a big nest. It's crazy. Well, I think you know a, a fair number for the winning score. I think Tommy Fleetwood predicted it might be eight under. Yeah. And he's right. He's right, but that'll be the second-place score instead of the win. Yeah. It's kind of like Tiger at Pebble when he won by a million. You know, what was second place, like one under or one over no, or something? No, no, three over. Three over. Oh, three over. Yeah, three yeah. over. So, yeah, that, that, that was the winning score, but then somebody else did, just did something out of the Shot universe. Shot 12 under. And, yeah. yeah it, it sure looks like Brooks. I mean, I, I, I think you'd be more than surprised. You'd probably be shocked if Brooks doesn't shoot about two or three under on the weekend, I think. The, the course isn't going to play any different. I don't think it's going to be able to firm up much, maybe a little, but not really. It's just been too wet out there for, for it to get crusty by Sunday. Yeah. It may get a little, it may get a little firmer, which would make it a little more interesting. Um, yeah, but, yeah, the, the, guys, the guys just obviously, it, it's got to be, I mean, granted, he's, he's it's crazy good how he's driving it. It's an exhibition. It's kind of like it's kind of like when McElroy when he's on like crazy with the driver. It's kind of like that. And look, it's just it's not that difficult for you put any tour pro drop the ball where Brooks Kepka's driving it this week for any guy out there and they're going to be close to the lead. It's that big an advantage how he's driving it yep. in my opinion. Yep. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, so that said, if I told you that Jordan Spieth and Brooks Kepka were separated in driving distance by less than a yard, would you believe me? Uh, are they doing it on every hole? How do they come up with that stat? Cumulative driving distance for the week. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Well, they, got, they, they don't always pick got, it. They pick it on certain holes, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. Well... It, yeah, so if they're doing it on certain holes, yeah. If they're doing it on 14 tee shots, no. I wouldn't believe it. But I would think they're doing it on every tee shot. So the answer is no, I don't believe you. <laughs> well, that, that's the case anyway, according to the PGA uh, statistics. And so what, yeah. so what I was, my, my point is is that I keep thinking if Jordan's going to catch him, you know, or if someone's going to catch him, I like Jordan because he already has four major championships. And so you got a guy that, that's been there, done that, and, and he's got a little chip on his shoulder right now. He's coming out of this slump that everyone keeps reminding him about, and he's not happy about the fact that people keep reminding him about it. And then I thought, well, Bubba Watson, when Jordan played Bubba Watson in 14 in the Masters, it was not a fair fight. Bubba's length was just too much for Jordan Spieth. And so I thought the same thing would be be true this week with Brooks Kepka. And then you look at their stats, driving distance-wise, and they're literally uh, with less than a yard you know, difference in their in their distance. And so the biggest difference is, is Brooks is hitting nearly twice as many fairways as what Jordan is doing. And if you want to have a chance to... Um, to to compete out there, you got to hit it in the fairway. Now, to give Jordan some credit, he was hitting in that first cut, which ball sits up a little bit, and you can still get to, get on the green. But really, if you want to take advantage of it, you got to be in the short stuff. Yeah, you do. I mean, Jordan Jordan can't be missing many fairways in the in the high rough, or he wouldn't be five under. Right. But if he, yeah, maybe the di- the difference between five and twelve, um, you know, it, it probably has to do with. with with putting more than anything else, but but um, 
if he's missing, if he's statistically missing a, that many more fairways, I can promise you he's not hit it. He's just been in the first cut a number of times. It has to be. Yeah. There's no way he's been in that rough and he's shooting five under. So. Well, and the other but thing, Jordan, the Jordan, other, I was Jordan gonna... certainly has the mindset. If Jordan gets close, I mean, it's all just it hasn't been that long since he was dominating. You know, he'll he'll come back mentally in a half a second if he gets close to contention. You know, he'll be right there. You can bet on that. It's not. I mean, he's he's the last guy Kepka would want to see on his tail. I think coming down the stretch because he's not going to be scared to win at all. <laughs> so. I love that. That's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, well, and even, he, even he said that. He said that in his, you know, pre-tournament press conference that uh, that you know the guys that the guys that are gonna that are keeping themselves in contention, a lot of them are gonna back away because of the pressure. Mm-hmm. That's why he thinks he can win. But Jordan Spieth has been there before. He's experienced it before. He's been under the gun before and been losing before, and he just stole that Open Championship away from Matt Kuchar. He yeah, stole I don't the US know. I mean, away I, from Dustin Johnson yep, at uh, he did. Yep. Chambers Bay too. Yep. Outside of Tiger, I don't know. I, I'd put Tiger and Jordan in a class, and 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 I think you've got to probably put Brooks in that class too. Of you know the three guys who can handle the the ability to win a major better than anybody. I think they're in, in their own class. Yeah, those three guys. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you'd really have to put Phil in there too. I mean, but. Um, but yeah, they, those four guys I think are the guys who are not going to go anywhere if they have a chance to win. So right, there, there you go. go. All right, Caddy, good stuff, man. We appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll see if it's a coronation or an epic chase down. Uh, it'd be pretty good, you know. Touchdown leads pretty good going into the weekend. We'll see if Jordan or Adam or Daniel Berger, Dustin Johnson, see if any of these guys can come chase him down, huh? Yeah, I think it's going to be fun to watch. And then, uh, you know, gosh, I mean, would it would it shock you if Brooks shot 133 on the weekend? Probably not. <laughs> Probably wouldn't be a surprise, would it? No. Nope. Yeah. He might win by 10. Yeah. We'll see. That's still worth watching. Thanks, Gaddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, Thanks, gentlemen. Hey, we'll see you in Pebble, huh? I'll see you Wednesday. All right. You got it. There you go. That's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio, U.S. Open uh, Media Day, Preview Day. Preview Day. U.S. Open Preview Day. Yes. Wednesday. Yes. Pebble Beach. Mm Mm-hmm. We may just be there for that one. Rumor has it. And the caddy's going to be there, too. No rumor about it. We will be there. (laughs) We're going to have a good time. All right. uh, Welcome in Jaime Diaz, Golf Channel. He's just uh, going from TV to radio. We'll check in with Jaime from Beth Page Black next. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. 
It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something... uh... Something is getting closer. Holy. What the? And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it, or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. Callaway isn't just pushing the boundaries of driver technology. They're pushing ball speed further than humanly possible. The new Epic Flash Driver with Flash Face technology features Callaway's first ever driver face engineered with artificial intelligence. By harnessing this power, Callaway was able to create, test, and refine over 15,000 different faces to find the absolute fastest one. The way speed is created has been completely transformed. Learn more at CallawayGolf.com slash AI. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Keep doing what I'm doing. I'm putting it great. Short game's good. Iron plays pretty solid. Just and then with the driver, just a couple blocks and you know maybe a couple blocks of the irons. But um, you know I should be fine. I, I like the way um, I'm controlling um, my misses. They're, they seem to be on the correct side of the hole. Um, so just keep doing that. Tomorrow I should be just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, do we have to keep listening to this stuff? Give me a freaking break. We know you're killing it. You're doing great. You just keep doing what you're doing. Right. I know. You're better than everybody else. Move on. Jeez. There's no hope for anyone anymore. It's all Brooks all the time in majors. Get your wins somewhere else, boys. The majors belong to Brooks Kepka. Those other wins on the PGA Tour, they don't interest me. <laughs> That's basically what it looks like. It looks like he loses interest. Well... At the end of the day, even Tiger. I mean, who? What are what are people talking about? Tiger with a chance to catch um, Sam Snead's 82 wins on the right. PGA Tour, or Jack's 18 majors. Right. 
Golf is all about major championships. Yeah. Nobody cares about how many wins you have on the PGA Tour. They only care about what you've done in the major championships. You could be a five-time tour winner, but you got four majors versus a five-time tour winner with no majors. That's a completely different kind of career, is it yeah, not? It's true. So it's all about the major championships, and Brooks figured that out, and that's what he's shooting for. Johnny Miller said at one point that uh, a guy with a, a great career looks to win like a major for every 10 wins. Brooks Kepka's throwing that logic right out the door because he's got three majors and five wins. That'll do, Donkey. More than 50%. It's pretty crazy. Our good friend from Golf Channel is joining us, Jaime Diaz, and he's been at Bethpage Black all week. Jaime, I mean, we've just been spending the first couple of hours trying to figure out, you know, what we can expect over the next 36 holes, and our only conclusion you can come up with is it's going to be another Brooks Kepka 36 holes that nobody's going to be able to catch. Well, that's probably the most logical, but it's not the only possibility. <laughs> that's and, true. And we've, as we've seen, uh, and uh, and Bob's dad proved at Olympic Club in 1966, there are just no gimmies, no matter how far ahead you are. Uh, doesn't mean that Brooks isn't playing the best and isn't capable, and he never coughed up a lead of any significance, certainly not a major. So everything points to it. He's playing wonderfully, but he did have a little leakage yesterday, not, not in score, but in the way he was hitting the ball, and he went and worked on it. Those things can become something that gets exacerbated outside of a golfer's control, at least during the round. And, you know, you start hitting the rough here, and, and, and the strokes can start to disappear. I, I don't think that's going to happen, but I'll tell you what, I don't think Brooks Kepler's thinking that he's, got it lit, uh, that he's got it made. He knows, in fact, that the pressure's highest sometimes when everybody expects you to do it. So these are not going to be easy rounds. I, I don't expect him to keep shooting 64s and 65s. I think, you know... Nice, solid 68 or 9. A couple of those would do fine, I think. Yeah, they do, they do really <laughs> fine. Uh, 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 are, you, are you surprised in who is right there in second place, uh, seven shots back with Jordan Spieth and Adam Scott? Yeah, with both of those guys. Uh, both two guys, I really I love their games uh, for different reasons. Adam's, you know, can put on a strike show, you know, hitting the ball. He's, he's amazing how, how graceful and fluid and, and, you know, the flight of his ball is just flawless. Uh, and yet he's just, in my opinion, been a very poor putter. And even yesterday when he made everything, when he had a little two-footer to make on 17, he didn't hardly hit the hole. So those are the things that keep him from winning. Uh, if he can, can, can somehow transcend that this weekend, uh, you know, it would be a very popular win with a lot of people, even though it would be a lower key win as far as the general public. Uh, Jordan has gone through hell, you know, as far as... Uh, and every golfer does. He just said he is his hadn't happened yet, and he's gone through this dip, and he's got to fight his way out of it. And I think Beth Page is proving to be a place where he's really made some gains. Uh, this is, I think, this week's a win already for him uh, because you know he's coming from the depths. He's met this big moment. I mean, the Grand Slam is possible, and you know I think he's going to come away from this feeling like you know I can still do it. Jaime Diaz, Golf Channel, joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I, I love that, and you're right, and there's no reason. that Jordan Spieth didn't wake up this morning uh, getting ready for this thing, saying it's over, there's, I'm only playing for second place. I mean, that's just, uh, you know, these guys don't get to this level with that kind of mindset. Uh, I, I'm curious, what, what, what was it like when you guys got together, Golf Channel, and you're, you're putting your show together and what we're talking about in the storyline? What, what is the off-camera Golf Channel discussions like right now around what Brooks is doing and, and uh, how impressive it is? Well, you know, everybody's a sports fan at Golf Channel, as you guys probably are. Right? Close observers of all sports and love, 
you know, everything from boxing to all the team sports. And they really compare Brooks, uh, you know, casually speaking with other athletes more than they do other golfers. It's just sort of he has that aura of the really confident, you know, swaggering jock who, uh, you know, kind of just dominates with, uh, with attitude and dominates with physical ability and, and isn't scared of anybody. And, you know, I think that bravado usually plays out more in, in the contact sports and the, uh, the sports where, you know, just raw athleticism more than, you know, walking after your ball and thinking for four hours <laughs> coming to play. So, you know, I think there's a sense of uh, we're looking at a guy who uh, relates in terms of being, you know, the traditional dominant athlete uh, that we all kind of grew up with in high school, you know, the big man on campus. And, and so there's, you know, there's a kind of an affection for Brooks just from that perspective because you don't see that so much in golf. And he's kind of taken golf back a little bit, you know, to I'm sure what might have been with Arnold Palmer when he first came up in the late 50s and 60s. He, he just looked so athletic and he looked so much like a, a guy who actually, you know, played third base or, you know, was a defensive back or something. Um, and Brooks, I think, uh, has that appeal even for the guys at Golf Channel. You know, you're talking about physical stature, but I, I with with his mental stature, I think um, uh, it, very similar the only only person that we've seen that in the last couple of decades is Tiger Woods, and Tiger Woods, uh, his mental stature, very similar to what Brooks is exhibiting right now. With uh, I, you know, I'm going to take a whole uh, control of golf tournaments and um, and do it in a very positive note, and and uh, and and you guys don't have a chance. I think Brooks borrowed a lot from Tiger in that regard. I don't know how much you can you know, learn from just observing that or from osmosis or whatever, but I think he knows that's the key. And, and Brooks himself is a student of other sports, and he's talked about kind of being a, what he calls a mindset guy, and he admired guys like Kobe Bryant and, and, and Michael Jordan, you know, closers, guys who are really tough at the end of the game and could take on any challenge, uh, you know, and somehow somehow uh, survive and not just survive, but uh, actually uh, um, thrive. So, you know, I, I feel like... Uh, Mentally, that's his greatest weapon. As good as he hits it, what separated him from the guys like who are just as talented, uh, Dustin Johnson, for example, who's probably week to week a better player, in the big moment, Brooks seemed to have an extra in- intangible there, and that's the separator, it seems like, in these major weeks. Well, uh, it's I guess it's one of those things we'll all tune in to watch, right? I mean, it's, it's certainly worth... Um, you know, seeing how this is all going to play out, and uh, I, I, for one, am excited to see what Jordan Spieth does. I mean, I'm excited to see what Brooks Kepka does, and I, I fully suspect that he'll continue to to play well and win this. But uh, as you pointed out, uh, this week already probably a win. That press conference, I mean, I don't know if you were in that press conference earlier this week. We were not, but I was watching it. And it was really uncomfortable, and you could tell Jordan just feels a little ticked off, and it feels like, you know what, look, I'm, I'm through this, I'm working through this, and the only reason you guys are giving me a bad time is because of the success that I had early in my career, huh? Well, there's some of that, and I don't, you know, I was there, I don't, uh, I think Jordan is generally not contentious. I think he's learned to get the questions limited instead of opening doors, um, especially when it gets negative like that, but I don't think anything was unfair, and I don't think in his it may have seemed like he was uh, ticked off at the press. I, I think he was more just trying to, to control the narrative a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he's the guy actually in, during the press conference who brought up the word slump, and then when uh, it was asked, you know, uh, you know, you're in this slump, and he goes, was. Yeah. You know, and everybody seized on that, which was fine. I mean, I think he's, every, every professional golfer has to tell themselves things 
that work mentally for them, whether they're objectively provable or not. And, uh, you know, I think, I think Jordan Spieth still in a, is in a slump, but there's nothing, no stigma with that. Tiger Woods, when I remember in 2003 or so, 2004, the word slump was thrown around, and he really pushed back against it. I just don't think he wanted to think he was in a slump. But, you know, I, I agree with you. I, to me, Jordan's long-term progress is really fascinating and really important, uh, and this is a big moment this week. I mean, I think if he blows up over the weekend, it does, that's not the end of the world because he's already accomplished something. But he's got an opportunity here to uh, to really set himself back on the right track. Yeah, without a lot of pressure because yeah. uh, no one's expecting him anyone to chase Brooks right. down at so this point. Right, it's kind of a free run. Yeah. It is. I think it's kind of a free run. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but I think Brooks will. I think Brooks will feel a lot of pressure, and that doesn't mean he can't handle it. He's great under pressure, but uh, these things are hard to win mentally. You know. You know. No matter how far ahead you are, you start. And I say you. I haven't been in that situation, but talked to enough guys and and seen enough to. To say, I think that it's very hard to just stay in a vacuum and not look at the scoreboard. And when you have an eight-stroke lead, it's easy to fritter away a couple just because you feel like you have a, a cushion. And then once you fritter away a couple, it gets easier to fritter away a couple more. And I, I, I go back to that example of Arnold Palmer and Billy Casper. Uh, you know, Billy Casper did his part. He shot 32, but, but Arnold started leaking. And it was hard to stop that leak. So it can happen. I, I don't want to see it happen. It's always sad when it happens. Uh, but it's happened to Jordan Spieth. We saw it at the Masters. It's happened to Adam Scott. We saw that Royal Lipham. It happens to most golfers somewhere along the line. It just hasn't happened to Brooks Kepke yet. And, uh, by the way, Bob wasn't sad that it uh, happened to Arnold Palmer. I wasn't, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, you must have felt a little bit. I mean, you were happy for your dad. and you Of course. Been, but, uh, of course. Yeah, but it was a sad day. I, I was there, actually, that day, believe it or not. In San, yeah, I grew up in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. But uh, oh, your dad stuff. was, uh, yeah. All right, thank you. Hey, Jaime, thanks for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend, huh? Okay, take care. Thanks, Jaime. Go. Jaime Diaz, Golf Channel, joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. He's really a good dude, uh, and I know he has a lot of respect for your dad. So had we had the time, he would have. Yeah. I know he wanted to say some nice things, but that was great of him to bring it up, and it's true. Look, seven-shot yep. lead with nine to play. Yes. This is seven-shot lead with 36 to play. Yes. So certainly. Uh, lots of things can happen. Short break. We'll wrap it up next. Thanks for listening to Real Golf Radio. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. 
At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. It's been fun getting you ready for the weekend of the 101st PGA Championship. The first one played in May since uh, the 40s. And Beth Page Black, the host, and a worthy host at that. Uh, certainly the weather softening up the golf course a bit and playing some havoc. Uh, Shortening some practice rounds and that yep. type of thing, but certainly hasn't had an effect on um, on what uh, Brooks has done. And by the way, we've gone the whole show without talking about Tiger Woods, yeah. except the fact that he got beat by 17 shots yep. by Brooks Kepka over That's those right. 36 holes. Right. Bit of a surprise, though, that, that Tiger didn't play better. Bit of a surprise. Not feeling well. Uh, didn't play a practice round on Wednesday, which I think really was a detriment to him with green speeds and that kind of thing because he three-putted three or four times in the first round and shot two over par. So, um, unfortunately, you know, some weeks you don't have it, and he didn't have it this week, no doubt. Yeah, still the Masters champion, though, and uh, still somebody we'll talk about as a factor going into Pebble Beach. So, going into the weekend, Tiger Woods on Sunday, when those guys hit it in the water on 12, he said, there's my opening, got to go, just like Steve Biscuit. Yep. I think that's what the guys are going to say this week um, over the final 36 holes. If Brooks but if gives Brooks him, gives him an op- yeah, the opening. That's the question. Will he give him an opening? Well, tune in and find out. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real. 